Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 624-2019, the semi-daily news that even plants crave and anchors number one gaming news podcast. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First is from IGN and written by Whitson Gordon. Raspberry Pi 4 announced. The Raspberry Pi has long been a go-to circuit board for folks who want a tiny, inexpensive PCS system for their DIY projects. Today, the Raspberry Pi Foundation announced the Raspberry Pi 4, a huge upgrade over its predecessors with nearly three times the CPU performance, more RAM options, and support for multiple displays starting at the same price as the previous model, just $35. If you aren't familiar with the Raspberry Pi, it's a tiny computer about the size of a deck of cards, complete with a CPU, RAM, USB, Ethernet, and HDMI on board. All you need is a USB power adapter a micro USD card or a micro SD card and optionally a case of some sort to get up and running. While you could use it as a desktop computer, the Raspberry Pi is best suited for single-use devices like a media player or portable retro gaming console or, if you're handy with soldering iron, more advanced DIY projects. The latest addition to the PI family packs a 1.5 gigahertz quad-core 64-bit ARM Cortex-A72 CPU. What a mouthful which the foundation claims should be about three times faster than the CPU on the Raspberry Pi 3. More interesting, however, is the option to add more RAM to your Pi. While previous models were only available with one gigabyte of memory, the Pi 4 is available in one gigabyte, two gigabyte, and four gigabyte flavors, with prices that match $35, 45 and 55 respectively. With that much RAM, you could actually use this thing as a super basic desktop PC, provided you didn't need to open too many browser tabs or do CPU intensive tasks. It's still a low powered ARM processor after all. The Pi4 also has native gigabit ethernet and built-in 802.11 AC Wi-Fi, plus a Bluetooth upgrade to version 5.0. Two of the four USB ports have been upgraded to USB 3, and the power cable now connects via USB-C rather than the older micro USB, which is not only a better connector, but adds 500 mA of current to make sure your USB devices get the power they need. Finally, instead of a single full-size HDMI connector, the PI4 has two mini HDMI ports instead, which is slightly less convenient, but allows you to connect two displays running up to 4K resolution, and the 40-pin GPIO header is backwards compatible with old models, so you should be able to slot it into an existing PI project pretty easily. In other words, the Raspberry Pi 4 is an upgrade over the previous PI in just about every way. At the same price for the 1GB model, there's even a new overhauled version of the Raz Raspbian operating system based on Debian 10 2 coincide with new hardware this is awesome i know some of you guys out there are raspberry pi guys your programmers stuff like that so this one's for you second is from ign and written by adam bankhurst cyberpunk 2077 designer hints at new game plus mode cyberpunk 2077's lead quest designer powell sasco has hinted that a new game plus mode may be in the works for the highly anticipated game from cd project red via reddit user Caption GJB direct message Sasko on Twitter and asked him if it would be possible to have a character with every stat slash ability maxed out, or will it be closer to The Witcher 3 in that there's limited upgrade slots? 
Sasuko answered that while they are still working on character progression and it may change in time, most likely it won't be possible to max out everything on one playthrough, as it would have little sense to have a game that is absolutely replayability and choices, while in the same time allow the players to max out all the stats on the first run. While Sasuko didn't outright say it, this very much indicates that the team appears to be planning on having Cyberpunk 2077 become a game that encourages multiple playthroughs with certain stats and skills carrying over between them. Hi everybody, Anthony from Dad's Beards Nerds here. Here to tell you about our sponsorship program, a wonderful way to help support us and another way if you are a business or just someone who wants something red. Our sponsorships cost $100 for a week or $200 for three weeks. Your ad will be read over our week's worth of content, which includes DBN News, any reviews we might do, and our DBN Prime podcast. If this sounds something that interests you, then contact us at gmail at dadsbeardsnerds at gmail.com. We look forward to working with you, and we look forward to hearing from you. Now, enjoy the rest of the show. Third is from IGN and written by Matt Perslow. EA executives give up their 2019 performance bonuses. Executives at EA have decided to give up their bonuses this year due to the company's lower than expected performance in the 2019 fiscal year. As detailed in a summary of EA's business on the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission website, CEO Andrew Wilson and his executive staff have elected to not receive the monetary bonuses they would typically be paid as part of EA's pay-for-performance com compensation philosophy. The report notes that fiscal year 2019 is down, which is a disappointing result for EA after strong performances between 2014 and 2018. While we are disappointed with our fiscal 2019 results, we understand the challenges we face and we will continue to focus on how we can apply the strengths of our company to capitalize on our opportunities, the report stated. So that's good. I mean, they're trying to take, you know, responsibility for it. I'm sure a lot of you will find a way to still shit on them. So that's cool. Fourth is from iGen and written by Matt Perslow. Sony's patented another way to reduce loading times. Sony has patented patented a new technology that will help remove loading screens from games that use it. The patent, titled System and Method for Dynamically Loading Game Software for Smooth Gameplay, describes a technology that loads in data in advance in order to prevent load screens. The patent explains that the system can monitor the player's character and use this information to load in new areas in preparation as the player approaches them. A load boundary associated with the game environment is identified. A position of a character in the game environment is then monitored. Instructions corresponding to another game environment are loaded into a memory when the character crosses the load boundary, such that gameplay is not interrupted, the patent describes. Effectively, this means if the game detects that you are approaching the boundary of the environment that is currently loaded, it can load the next environment into a standby memory module and then instantly display it when you eventually reach the boundary, rather than sending you to a load screen or a transition room, such as Mass Effect's elevators. This patent is an unsurpassing filling or filing considering one of the PS5 specs is a bespoke solid-state drive, which Sony has focused on in their discussion of next gen coming so far. Xbox Scarlet also uh, has been revealed to use an SSD indicating that a big feature of next gen will be dramatically reduced load times or in the case of this patent, no load screens during gameplay. It is important to note that the patent does not include a complete eradication of load screens altogether. The description refers to load screens that interrupt gameplay rather than initial load times during boot up. 
Indeed, it seems unlikely that with the current tech, we'll be able to instantly jump into a game with no load times at all. But anything to help smooth out in-game loading is very much appreciated. This is awesome technology. It's the future. It's the future of gaming. Get hype. And that is the news for today. Thank you for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. Find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds. Check out our uh, Twitter bio to be part of that ever-growing Discord community that's also in the show notes. And find us on, at Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast. Until next time, I'm Anthony, and I look forward to making more content for you.